This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Short Stories. Link in the description for your quick and mischievous stories. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Our girl of the story, Mia Malkova, check her Instagram link below while listening to the story. If you want to be the next girl of the story, check out the link below. The next story is posted by user LooterBear from r slash erotica. The title of this post is Sia and her savior. Sit back and enjoy the story. Sia was a fairly average girl most of her life. While she never really used her degree for much, she'd managed to get a few scholarships and was never behind in debt payment. Secretary work was pretty easy to find too, since she had good conversational skills and was easy on the eyes. Not that any of her employers would add that skill in their official reasons. After finishing her shower, she stretched out and started putting on her clothes. Her phone started ringing, and picking it up, she found the familiar face of her sister on the screen. She answered the call, but before she could even put it near her ear, she heard a startling yell. Angrily, she put the phone to her face. Hey, don't scare me like that when you call. Sheesh, nearly made me. Sia, you've got to check the news. This isn't good. Did something happen near me? Not near you, it was. Shit, I think those guys from the gym found me. Listen, look at the news, then find somewhere to hide. Her sister ordered before hanging up. A cold chill ran down Sia's spine. Her sister was normally very stalwart. She even had a high-paying job. What could drive her to be so terrified? Who were the men that she mentioned in her call? Following the advice, she rushed into the living room and switched on the TV. She found the first news channel she could and froze at what she saw. Following today's unf unanimous vote, fuck, the Free Use Act has been pee-passed into law. Several member nations, fuck, several member nations have also passed similar acts. The anchor woman was bent over the desk and her co-host was fucking her. His hand gripped around her ponytail and he was grinning into the camera like nothing was wrong. It felt almost dreamlike. Watching her being raped on national TV, Sia couldn't help but absorb the info about the act as well. Women were now practically second-class citizens. Men were allowed to use them sexually whenever they wanted, the only exceptions being medical or when the woman is literally owned by a man. A pit welled in her stomach, thinking about her co-workers. How many of them would try and rape her if she went in today? Would the other girls at the office be alright? Her sister's words rang out in her head, and she quickly got her purse and other belongings together. There was only one place she could think to actually stay at a time like this. She opened the door carefully and peeked around. No sound of anyone rushing about, which was a good sign. Even as she left, she made sure to make as little noise as possible. All she had to do was go down a single flight of stairs without a man catching her. It was hard not to feel silly, moving around the hallways and eventually the cold stairwell without any shoes on. Her heart was racing fast enough to keep her warm, at least, and she had her work dress on still. The door to the stairwell opened, and she caught sight of her goal. 
the apartment directly below hers, a friend from work named Charlie. They'd actually met back in college, and Charlie was the one who pushed her into getting the job. He was a chubby kind of nerd, but a sweetheart, and had helped her with study sessions in the past. If anyone was going to help protect her in this kind of insanity, it would be him. She moved to his door, but just before reaching it, she heard someone coming down the hallway. Her eyes darted over and saw the broad-shouldered frame of a man rounding the corner ahead of her. In a blind panic she began pounding on the door. The stranger took sight of her with a smug look and moved towards her confidently, grabbing his crotch at the same time. Before he arrived, the door quickly opened and she was yanked in. The door slammed shut as soon as she was in. Jesus, Sia, you alright? Was someone chasing you? Charlie asked, looking out his peephole. Charlie, thank God you were there. She said, hugging him tightly. That man was definitely. Wait, do you know about the news? That, that, free use act. He asked her, hugging her back before helping her further into his apartment. Yeah, I just found out through a friend of mine. Must be pretty scary for you. Is your sister alright? Has anyone hurt you yet? I don't know about my sister. The last thing she told me was that she was hiding from some men at the gym. No one got to me yet. Thank God. Charlie, please, you've got to help keep me safe. Don't you worry, Sia. Just try and relax a bit. No one's coming into my apartment for a good while. Work's probably going to understand. If you end up not coming in, it's going to be a nightmare for a bit while everything changes. Listen, you want some oolong tea? Might help you relax. Yes, please. That's actually my favorite kind. Sia replied while he brewed the cup. The TV in Charlie's room was still on, displaying the news. Cameras had left the newsroom and were showing things from in the field. Women being raped on the street, some walking around without any clothes on, or sometimes the torn remains of clothing. Sia felt empathy for them and couldn't help but stare, hoping to not see her sister, but also wishing she might appear in a flash just to know she's safe. She glanced at her phone again and let out a sigh. Only about 10 minutes had passed since she had gotten the phone call. Charlie returned with a cup and handed it to her with a smile. Her fake one in return didn't even convince herself. The warm cup quickly went to her lips, and she rubbed it with building anxiety. I don't know what I'd do without you, Charlie. This whole act thing seems so crazy. World's definitely a changed place. Most men are just venting their frustrations out on the women in the world. Can't imagine the guys who ran out and raped would just let go of these kinds of changes too. So it's likely to stick around. All right, Sia said. Letting out a sigh. Well, there's got to be somewhere sane left, right? Maybe I could go to Canada or something. No, wait, I think they said it would affect most nations. Any place that didn't pass a free use act might be too difficult to really reach. Gah, I'm feeling really drained all of a sudden. Here, why don't you go lay down in my bed? I'll keep watch on the door and make sure no one's going to come find you. All right. Why yeah, that sounds good, Sia said, rubbing her eyes. Something clawed at the back of her head about the situational, but she trusted Charlie to protect her. After all he'd done so in the past, rather than going to bed like he suggested, she found her legs too weak to stand. Her head landed on the couch's side cushion lazily, and her eyes snapped shut like they were weighted down. So deep was the sleep that she couldn't even dream. Instead it was a sudden transition from one room to the next. As her eyes fluttered open, she let out a slow yawn, Sensations came to her one, after the other. First among them was the gentle weight of the blanket, over her body. While it was a welcome feeling, the following was not. 
Her wrist was slightly cool and a little sore due to the steel handcuff that had been attached. She sat up and looked down at it. She'd been moved to the bedroom, as expected, but was now locked to the bedpost. It was a metal frame as well, and a few hard tugs proved she wouldn't be able to escape. Soon after she spotted that she was naked, and fear gripped her heart once again. Had Charlie failed? Did she put him in danger, and now both of them were going to get punished? Her panic was answered when Charlie came into the room with another cup of tea in his hands. The cheery smile he wore, which normally set her at ease, made her stomach turn. See Charlie, why am I? Sia began to ask. I made sure they weren't too tight or anything, but you did toss a bit in your sleep. There's something I've got to confess. There was a roofie in your tea. I just needed you to sleep for a bit so I could get things ready. Hopefully you're not too angry with me, he said as he approached the bed, setting his cup down on the nightstand. You said you were going to help me, Sia said, feeling tears brim at her eyes already. I am. I couldn't possibly stand to see you out there getting raped like the rest of the women. You're going to stay here with me, until it's safer out. First things first, I'll go get a permit from the government for ownership. Then after I own you, I can make it so no one but me can have sex with you, he said, placing a hand on her thigh. Sia flinched at his touch, and almost immediately regretted it. His hand swiftly struck her left cheek, making her yelp out in pain. The shock of it made her close her eyes, begging to wake up from this nightmare soon. Instead, her head was tilted back by Charlie's soft, but large, hand. She opened them slowly, sniffling. Sorry, I shouldn't hit you. I'll be a good owner, I promise. Just like I always wanted to be. Always, Sia asked, curling up slightly. Yes, I mean, I never wanted to really push it. But that was before all of this happened. You've always been my goal in life. I even moved into the apartment below, yours on purpose, so I was always close to you. Did you really just ignore my love for you before now? We were friends. I thought that was it. Oh please, stop being naive, Charlie said, suddenly raising his voice. You're beautiful, and I've done so much for you. Don't you think I deserve to get noticed for once? You've never even so much as given me a kiss for all the shit I've had to put up with you. Well, now you don't have a choice, do you? Sia rattled her chains, trying to slip her wrist free, but only earned another hard slap from Charlie. His anger didn't abate this time, and his hand gripped around her neck hard. She squirmed in his grip and tried to hit him back, but it was useless. For as portly as he was, his muscles were certainly thicker than hers, and she was fully aware of how much power he had over her. His normally friendly eyes were now dark and threatening, burning holes into hers. Stop moving, and I'll let go. Sia couldn't help but cry lightly at the situation, chest heaving gently as she tried to keep from fully sobbing. He loosened his grip and then delicately brushed Hasser out of her face. That familiar smile returned. It only made the pit in her stomach swell now, fearing she should have just let the man in the hallway rape her now. Charlie leaned forward with his lips pursed and Sia unconsciously turned her face away. He didn't smack her face this time, instead pinching her left nipple and twisting it, making her scream out and thrash in the bed. Stop, stop, stop. That hurts Charlie, Sia pleaded. Are you going to give me a kiss? Are you going to play nice and be a good girl? Yes, yes. I'll be good, I promise. Please don't hurt me. His hand let go and she let out a shuddering sigh in relief. It didn't last long before Charlie turned her head and forced her into a kiss. She did her best to let him do, as he liked, her mind still glued to the sensation of pain on her chest. 
As he pulled away, his tongue was still out, a string of saliva holding them together. He was panting with excitement now, but Sia was doing her best to shut off her emotions. Fuck, that was good. This free you stuff might actually be a good thing for us both. Don't worry, I'll be sure to make you feel good as well. Charlie pulled the blanket away, exposing Sia's naked body. She tried to squeeze her legs shut, but his strong arms forced them apart anyway. He shifted his seat, moving down to his knees and turning her body slightly off the bed so he could eat her out. It was humiliating to say the least, but at the very least it did feel good. Pain and fear welled up in Sia, regardless, and she did her best to shut them out. All that existed was the vague, wet sensation of his tongue dragging across her labia. Nothing about it was turning her on, and in fact, only made her want to start crying again. All of a sudden, as the first hair slipped, Charlie pulled his face away. Her breathing hitched, she could feel his fury already. Pee please Charlie, you were making me feel good. Can you please, shut the fuck up, cunt, he said, backhanding her. Can't you see that I'm doing my best, to protect you and make you happy? Why are you resisting me so much? Would you rather be leashed up outside to be raped by strangers? Want your asshole torn open by some fat-cocked drunkard? Sia wanted to reply, but the imagery was too horrible. All she could do was cry in response, curling up as best she could, bracing for another blow. Instead, she felt a gentle touch at her side. He was stroking her skin gently. Fine, you go ahead and cry. Try and hide away from the world, if you want. I've got a whole week before I can get those papers approved. Until then, Charlie said, leaving the room for a second. When he returned, he had a few things in his hand. First was a baby monitor, which he set on the nightstand and clicked on. The other items were more nefarious than that. Duct tape, along with Sia's own vibrator. The fact he'd broken into her apartment didn't even faze Sia at this point. She knew better than to question or resist him at the moment, wanting to avoid another tugging on her nipples. He turned the vibrator on at a very low setting. It was an egg one, mostly used for clit stimulation. After that, he taped it directly to her pussy, earning a whimper from Sia. There, now I'm going to leave this toy on you for a while. Need to go put in a request for that ownership stuff. After that I'll probably leave it in though. I want to help train your body a bit to relax, and this should help. I'll be a good owner. I promise, Charlie said, stroking her side gently. Oh, and if you take it out, I'll know. You'll get punished. Okay, don't make me punish you. Please, it hurts me more than it hurts you. Trust me. Bullshit. Sia thought to herself, but refused to say out loud. She waited for him to leave before she reached down between her legs. The toy was taped against her quite well. Even if she did remove it, there'd definitely be some welts. It was then that she was glad about shaving earlier considering hair might have made the toy fall off on its own, earning her whatever vague punishment he had meant. To say his time outside crawled forward, for her was an understatement. He hadn't left anything for her to watch or read, so all she could do was sit there, staring at her own naked body and the growing wetness between her legs. A few times she started to cry, but there wasn't a cathartic release from it. After about two hours... Charlie returned, and Sia was actually thankful that something would happen now. He had some groceries in his arm, and came into the room with a happy smile. Honey, I'm home, he said before laughing and moving to unlock her handcuffs. Man, I've always wanted to say that to you. I think I'll do it every day from now on. Sorry for not leaving the TV on or something, totally slipped my mind. 
Next time I go out you'll definitely be taken to the couch. Just need something to tie you to. Right now though, you could probably use a bathroom break. Why you could also just let me sit there without handcuffs. Sia offered, faking a smile. I I'd love to cuddle up and watch something with you. H honey, Charlie pet her head. Soon, Sia, soon. I know this is probably a little scary for you, but you'll make me a great wife someday. You've been independent and with other men for too long. I can't just trust you to be the submissive woman I fell in love with yet. Once everything's legal, we can stop using the handcuffs, okay? Sia knew she should at least nod in response, but despair started welling up in her again. She didn't even know what time of day it was at the moment. Sure I didn't have a big powerful life, but I was free, she thought to herself. Is this all I have to look forward to now? Being Charlie's pretend wife, his pet. The fear building up was abruptly snapped away as he ripped off the tape in one motion, taking off the toy with it. She shuddered from the pain and sudden relief. There wasn't room in her shocked brain for existential dread at that point. He undid the cuff and lifted her up into his arms. She hadn't even noticed how weak she'd been from laying there for so long. Obviously she could have gone to the bathroom on her own, but it wasn't worth the risk of angering him. He set her down in front of the toilet before leaving and she briefly thought about locking the door. What it would accomplish didn't even matter. She just felt she should be resisting him in some manner. Struggle, even if pointless, showed she wasn't willingly being his lapdog. In the end she went to the bathroom, in silence, stared in the mirror for a few minutes, and sheepishly opened the door. She was disgusted with herself, by now, but had cried enough today. The rest of the day was a similar hostage, situation. He brought her food and water, things to read or watch. Every time he left her on her own, he'd keep the toy near her as well. Whenever he left, she'd do her best to try and keep it actually off of her clit. All the while she'd stare at the baby monitor. Was he actually hiding, waiting to punish her for defying him? Could he see her right now? She didn't know, but she knew that she would have to learn how to skirt his anger. He cooked her food, some of her favorites from back in college, actually. After serving he forced her to eat with him at the dinner table. Sia could only do her best to fake enjoying it, even if she hated it deeply. The worst was yet to come, as he had found her to trying to slip out of her handcuffs again when they were cuddling on the couch. Her punishment, after the first hard smack across the face, was more time with the vibe taped to her clit. It wasn't a mere hour or to this time though, he left it on the entire night. Sia couldn't even really sleep, just rolling around, perpetually on the edge of a terrible orgasm. She spent the first hour or so pleading at the baby monitor for him to come take it off, but her cries fell on deaf ears. After that, her voice bled into nothing but whimpering and moaning. By the time morning came around, she was half awake and asleep, shuddering every so often as the toy sparked the numb neurons of pleasure in her pussy. Charlie was well rested when he woke up however and helped himself to ripping the toy off again before getting her in the shower. Of course she was too weak and distant-minded to clean herself and surrendered the task to Charlie himself. When they finished, he dried her off and brought her back to the bedroom. She passed out, finally free of enough stimulation to get some sleep. While it wasn't restful, it was quite deep, rudely interrupted by Charlie eating her out once more. This time however, instead of trying to stop him, she merely touched her face, feeling an unexpected coating to it. Him. Morning, sleepyhead. I did your makeup for you while you were out. Don't worry, I made sure to practice doing it the way you always do in the morning. You know, in case you can't use your hands, or something. 
he replied, pulling himself away from between her legs and wiping his mouth. Now that you're awake though, we can finally have sex. I was just spending some time making sure you're ready. I want our first time to be really easy for you. Her eyes finally drank in the situation fully. They were in the bedroom again, and Charlie was completely naked this time. His cock was smaller than some of the guys she'd been with before, but the fact she was about to be raped screamed out at her. She moved to close her legs, but opened her mouth at the same time, hoping whatever first came to mind was a better offer to him. W. Wait. Please let me give you a blowjob, Sia said, panic intensifying. Charlie narrowed his eyes on her. Why should I? Are you that disgusted at the idea of having sex with me? And no, it's just, um, you know, you were eating me out. It's only fair that I, as your property, serve you too, right? She pushed her chest out as she spoke, emphasizing her breasts as best she could. Without breaking his stare, he moved to the head of the bed, his cock still hard. She glanced down at it, seeing it wasn't wearing a condom to begin with. If I don't do this, is he going to come inside of me? Would he really try and knock me up after only a day? She thought to herself. Fear drove her to do better at seducing him. Her tongue lolled out and she flicked it across the tip, tasting some of his precum. She didn't like the taste, but licked her lips anyway, hoping to trick him. His expression was softer now, and she felt relief wash over her. Yeah, I guess that sounds fair. I've seen you practice on a dildo before, so I know you can give them at least. Always wondered what it felt like from you. This should be fun, he said, a hand coming down on the back of her head. She wasn't able to ask about when he could have seen that but she also doubted the information would soothe her. Her face was thrust against his balls now, filling her olfactory sense with the smell of cock. Blowjobs had actually always been a favored foreplay for her with men, but she preferred oral with women. Personal preference was furthest from importance at the moment now. She just had to make sure he was satisfied. Her tongue darted out to his balls, lapping at them gently while she nuzzled into his crotch, feeling his cock twitch and bounce on her forehead. It made her head swim. The scent and sensation of being held against his crotch were the situation more consenting. She might even be turned on at a time like this. It disgusted her to think about that right now, but it was better than wallowing in pity or despair. After all, Charlie might hit her for doing so. She felt his touch weaken for a moment and took that as a cue to move up. His cock was already drooling more precum for her and she cleaned the bitter liquid off for him, doing her best to show off a submissive side. Moans from above gave her a sense of pride, and more so hoped that she could get out of this without being raped. Her enthusiasm refounded. She began to lick the cock with more earnestness, hungrily tasting every inch of it and feeling him swell against her lips and tongue. Before long his hand was on her head again, and she took his cock into her mouth. Despite the smaller size, it rapidly reached the back of her mouth. She gagged against it not fully prepared for him yet. The noise obviously did not dissuade him, and he placed his other hand on her head as well. She became like a flashlight for him, stroking his cock with her lips and rubbing the underside of it with her tongue during each thrust. Her eyes squeezed tightly shut, wanting it over with as quickly as possible. It wasn't just the displeasure that made her wish for haste either, but the fact her submissive nature was turning her on from the display. She'd never seen Charlie in a sexual way before now, and it saddened her slightly that she was being aroused from something this terrible. At least I can enjoy it in some way, she thought to herself. Maybe that's enough to get through this without crying again. His thrusts only got more intense, and it began to wear on her. 
Tear streaked the mascara on her face, and the lipstick was now smeared on his crotch and manhood. It wasn't long after that she slammed her face down and fired his cum into her throat. She squirmed intensely, trying to escape the flood of semen, but in the end sub came. She swallowed each load of cum as it came out, whimpering around his cock from the feeling as it flooded into her stomach. When he finally pulled out, she gasped for air and panted, staring up at him with her tongue out like an overheated dog. D did you like it? Did I do good? She asked pathetically, hoping some kind of praise would release her from the tension. Yes, sweetie, you did a very good job. I haven't come that hard in ages, he said before sticking his thumb in her mouth and pulling it open. Look at that, you even swallowed it all. You know how to impress a man, don't you? For the first time since her capture, she gave him a genuine smile. Not really for the compliment, but for the fact it means she had earned some respite. It was his gentle nature that she'd liked about him as a friend. Even though it felt bittersweet here, she was glad to have just avoided a worse fate. That is until he moved down the bed once more and spread her legs apart. W wait, but I just gave you a blowjob, Sia said in a panic. I thought you wouldn't, Amy. No, I never said I wasn't going to still have sex with you. You're going to be my pet, Sia. I can have sex with you when I want. I mean if it wasn't right now. It was just going to be later anyway. Don't worry, I'll be sure to play with your chest and your clit. I want you to come as well. All the relief Sia had felt was washed away. Tears from the gagging now welled up once again and she started crying. She bit her lip to try and keep quiet about it, but knew that it would make Charlie angry anyway. His cock lined up with her pussy, Sia knowing it was shamefully wet already. His hands did start massaging her breasts and clit, but he was anything but gentle with his thrusting. Her small body shook with each pounding movement from him. He was much larger than her. After all, she continued to weep gently while he raped her, but moans unintentionally slipped out as he continued. In her fear-warped mind, she tried her best to enjoy the sex, anything to stop the crying, to stop the pain in her heart and head. Most of all she wanted anything to make Charlie happy or else he might hit her again, or worse. God you're tight, Sia. You're exactly like I dreamed you'd be. Are you trying to milk me? You want this too, don't you? Sia refused to answer. A lie would make him upset, and the truth would be even worse. That being said, it was true she was starting to feel good as well. Her moans were more consistent now, and she had even stopped crying. Her breathing went shallow as she tried to disassociate from the situation. Charlie wouldn't let her. He leaned forward, pressing her legs up as they entered a mating press. His cock was deeply lodged in her pussy at this point, and he pressed his lips against hers, French kissing as he got close. Sia's eyes closed tight. She felt that familiar warmth and orgasm slowly rolling over her. It would be shameful, to be sure, but it was something she craved. With a sudden grunt, Charlie pulled out of the kiss and bottomed out in Sia's pussy. He fired his cum directly into her womb, snapping Sia back to reality as she felt it splash inside her. Her hips rapidly started shaking, her body crying out for just a minute more of stimulation. He pulled his cock out of her, and she whimpered pathetically. A ruined orgasm, the first she'd ever had, numbed her lower half. Her legs twitched on the bed, feeling weak and desperate. Charlie laid down next to her, pulling her under his arm in a cuddle. Ah, that was great, Sia. You came too, right? I saw your legs shake there. It was cute. And no, I yeah, Charlie. I came her really hard. She lied, nuzzling under his arm. His laughter made her wince now. 
She wanted so badly to play with herself, tweak her nipple, even just rub her pussy against the sheets or his thigh, something that might eventually make her come again. If she revealed she'd just lied to him, he'd probably rape her even more though, so she couldn't risk it. The border of ecstasy teased her mind. So we'll still have to train you a bit more, till I get the papers and such. Then you're going to sign them, making me your owner. I'll have say in who can or can't have sex with you, which would really only be me, don't worry. Charlie said before kissing her forehead. I'm so happy you came to me when you did, Sia. You're going to love it here. After I get your sister too, you can help break her in with me as well. Yes, Charlie. Wait, my sister? Sia asked, fearfully. Well, you want her to be safe too, right? The more the merrier in my book. Besides, I'll own all your assets after you sign them away to me so I'll have more than enough money for it. Charlie said, rubbing Sia's cheek. Oh, you're tearing up. You didn't think I'd be mean enough to forget your sister, did you? Oh, of course not, Charlie, Sia said, hiding her face in his chest. T, thank you. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to rate and subscribe to be notified for future uploads. Thank you to the Patreons that help this podcast run smoothly. You have been listening to our Friends Erotic Stories.